0: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
1: We got some big injuries and a couple of big waiver wire targets to pick up on Sunday night. We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in Five. Welcome to FBT in Five. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Scott White. And Scott, we've got some big injuries to talk about, so we'll start with that before we get to a hitter and a pitcher on the waiver wire who look like potentially very interesting guys to add who. Frankly, we might need because Joe Musgrove was diagnosed with inflammation in his right shoulder capsule. He will be shut down at least three weeks. And you start, you look at a calendar, you start doing the math. I'm in a league where the playoffs already started. I have one fewer league to set lineups for now. I didn't make the playoffs in that one. But we're about seven weeks away from the start of the regular season. Mm -hmm. Let's say Joe Musgrove shut down for three weeks. Then he starts throwing again. Maybe he makes a rehab start. Maybe he doesn't you really start to run out of time pretty quickly when you do that math. So yeah, if you don't have an IL spot, are you dropping Joe Musgrove?
0: I think it's defensible in the scenario where you don't have an IL spot and and hopefully you don't find yourself in a league like that because it would stink to have to do that. I will say though that, uh, the, the people seem most desperate Mm -hmm. for starting pitching off the waiver wire right now. So, um, I, I think that if if nothing else, that's reason to try and wait it out with Musgrove to try and stick it out, because I mean. Are, are you going to make better use of that of that roster spot? Realistically, if you drop them, somebody probably is going to pick them up and try and stash them. So I would try not to, but it is defensible if you have a greater need.
1: All right. And then the Guardians lost Josh Naylor for three or six weeks with a right oblique strain. Kind of the same thing. Timeline makes it really, really tough for him to come back. And then Josh Young suffered a fractured left left thumb trying to catch a Jorge Soler line drive on Sunday. No timetable yet, but that's another one where if he came back in a month, I think that's probably a best-case scenario. So both Josh Naylor and Josh Young, really hard to keep around if you don't have an IL spot to play with. Mm Mm-hmm any replacement options on those teams that you're interested in? I know Ezekiel Duran will probably play more third base and, and probably has a clearer path
0: to everyday playing time moving forward. Right. Yeah. That's, I I think the best one, uh, if if you're looking to replace Josh Young is just maybe the guy on his own team. He had started to lose playing time in the second half. Duran had because, uh, really poor production Mm -hmm. since the all-star break. Um, But if you go to a Stackhouse page, it's still a lot of red there. Expected batting average 271, expected slug 476. He's a guy who can steal base on occasion. So the fact that Ezekiel Duran entered Sunday batting 146 since the All-Star break, it might have been reason for the Rangers to back off him when they had Josh Young healthy, but Mm -hmm. now that he's not, I think they're going to have to get Duran back in the lineup.
1: All right, Scott, who the heck is Davis Schneider? Just set the world on fire in Toronto. And yep. I mean, you, you look at the trend two hits on Friday, three hits on Saturday, four on Sunday. Oh. I mean, he's going to get five hits on Monday, right? That's, Lock it in. That, that has to be. The Homer on Friday go. and Sunday went nine for 13, already hitting third in the lineup <laughs> by Sunday. Was hitting 274 with an OPS north of 950 at AAA. Tons of walks, decent quality of contact metrics. He is 10% rostered. How rostered should he be Monday afternoon?
0: 40 to 50 percent I would okay. say he is obviously not a big name prospect that's why we're that's why you phrased it that way who's Davis Schneider I barely heard of him myself before he got called up here but he did have a productive year at, at AAA mm-hmm. 21 homers in 87 games reached base at a 416 clip he is now the first player in major league history to have nine hits and three or nine hits and two home runs in his first three games so uh we'll always be pretty good Davis Schneider for that. Is he going to burn out quickly here? I think that's more likely than that Davis Schneider becomes a superstar, but he could be a fine player. Mm -hmm. He does. You mentioned his exit velocity readings are nothing special. That's true. He does elevate the ball. Well, he does pull it at a high rate and that's how you can make up for subpar exit velocity readings. Um, And it seems like the blue Jays are interested in playing him right now, even kicking Whitmerry field to the outfield to do it, to get Schneider there at second base. So Any league where you have a corner infield spot, he's already third base eligible, right? Corner infield spot or middle infield, Mm -hmm. it seems like he's going to pick up second. I think it's fine to pick up Schneider and see where this takes him.
1: All right, let's talk about Chase Silseth before we go. Seven innings, two earned runs, one walk, 12 strikeouts against the Mariners on Sunday. Double-digit strikeouts in two of three starts since coming back from AAA. Eight swinging strikes with the slider, 12 with his splitter on Sunday. That's not a new pitch, but the usage rate was way up for him, and it maybe unlocked something for him. Only through his his four-seam fastball about 25% of the time. Chase is. if you listen to the full episode of the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast, you'll know he's the clear top waiver-wire option at starting pitcher. Would you drop Luis Severino, Bryce Elder, and Reed Detmers to add Chase Selceth this weekend?
0: I would have no hesitation about dropping Severino for Silseth mm-hmm. or anyone, frankly. <laughs> I'd have some hesitation with Reed Detmers, but you know, Sil is kind of doing what we've been hoping Reed mm-hmm. Detmers would do, and Detmers hasn't been doing it. I I'm most hesitant with Elder because of his supporting cast and his tendency to pitch deep into games, but he's you know, he's had more good start or bad starts than good recently. So in shallow leagues, especially, you could at least consider it.
1: Yeah, 660 ERA, 157 whip for Bryce Elder since July
0: 1st. Yeah, I mean, since really three starts in a row now, Silseth has, has looked uh, very impressive, getting a ton of swinging strikes with the slider, uh, taking about a mile per hour and a half of velocity off of it. And then you add the splitter that he that that became this incredible pitch for him on Sunday. And There's a lot to be excited about here with Chase Silseth. All
1: right, that's going to do it for Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll see you tomorrow.